0: Hey, this is your host, Paul Etzbitter Jr. and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and review the show. That way we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey. And now let's start the show. Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Atwood, Jr., and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man?
1: It's going good, man. It's going good. We are back once again, keeping the hits on coming with these interviews. Straight to your dome. Yes, sir. And um, before we get to the interviews, we have a couple
0: minor life updates but still kind of big to our our souls so we're gonna make sure we get those to the people so emilio what's going on in your world man
1: man a uh, great week for me crazy week for me but still a great week so uh, if you have been listening you've been a fan of the show and supporting rock with us earlier in the year you would know that i had my hand dabbling in some voice acting work and i'm proud to say that the time has come for it to come into a tangible form my project that I'm in, along with tremendous other actors, released this first episode last week. The pro- The project's basically called What's the Frequency? It is a serial drama audio podcast. Um, the way that the creator describes it is, it's a psychedelic noir podcast drama set in 1940s Los Angeles. Um, it is it's very, very uh, <laughs> trippy. Uh, interesting, though, his style that he does it in is, is great um episode one dropped last week as i said it was called static um i'm not in it but i'll be coming along uh, you know eventually or shortly i don't know how he's gonna do it he's gonna basically surprise me with it but yeah if you want to uh, support it and listen to it it's on itunes on you know stitcher soundcloud it's called what's the frequency if you want to follow the actual show on twitter you can follow them at wtf then go into the Frequency after the F-P-O-D. So that's W-T, Frequency, P-O-D. And yeah, man, I I think it's going to be a great show. I heard it's getting a lot of attention from people. And there's quite possibly a chance, you know, that uh, there could be a season two and there might be some bigger plans for your boy. You never know. But check it out. Great cast, great material. It's a little bit trippy, as I said, but definitely worth the listen.
0: And that's real dope, man. Um. I just wanted to kind of recap for the people like how is it to go through the voice acting process like what's what's the recording process like how do you how do you really you know get it out there to the people
1: Uh, (laughs) it feels weird saying I only says only done it once but it's (laughs) uh it's definitely it's it's similar to podcasting life except you're basically you're reading off the, the script and you're just doing all these takes but luckily you know this guy he's been doing audio um audio podcasts for a while so he kind of gave me the rundown of what my character is thinking and what emotion I'm trying to convey and he just was like hey man you know you don't gotta do takes you can give me one long thing of just you doing the lines and the lines I had was probably maybe two two sentences or you know two sentences like a statement something but he was encouraging me to hey if you feel like you can add more to it or you feel like you can go somewhere else with it you know have fun with it and that's the thing that is going to be you know interesting for me because you know I had those two sentences but I did a lot of like ad lives and adding my own little things to the beginning and sort of in the end and there's a chance that might get picked up and used so that's what I'm kind of looking forward to see is like what is he going to use from that because I sent him 13 minutes and honestly, it's not 13 minutes of unique dialogue or anything like that, but it's 13 minutes of different takes that he could he can combine together. You know, he could take my first take, put it with my seventh one, then put that with the 13th one to finish it. So that's going to be, for me, the intriguing theme. But yeah, I think the main difference is you're just by yourself and you're trying to imagine what's going on. I know all the actors, for the most part, didn't get to record at the same time. I think they all had different... uh different times in the studio and you got to communicate through slack with the rest of the group but for the most part it wasn't like we all recorded in the same area same time so a lot of the performances you're going to hear from people who've been doing it basically looking at themselves in the mirror by themselves so that's the interesting thing about it and here in episode one it doesn't really sound that way but it's still cool to know that like there's this production out there that it really is engrossing all this talent and it still sounds so seamless even though for the most part we don't really meet
0: up. Yeah, I mean, that sounds very interesting because um, you know I know you were able to get this uh, opportunity from the Allieute from Miss Maximilian Defoe. Mm-hmm. So it's always cool to see that uh, us doing the podcast kind of led to this uh, this occurrence. So. You know, hope that it does well, and hope that they uh give you some more opportunities. So you you never know where you can go with this, man.
1: Man, you're you're, you're absolutely right. I, but to, but to be real with y'all, I just wanted to add voice out to my resume and my LinkedIn. <laughs> so you know that's what I'm about to put in and be like, yeah, I'm in this. So but no, all, but all us for the side is it's a great experience, and I do hope to get heavily involved with it because I didn't get really have the chance to go somewhere.
0: That's dope, man. I'm glad that happened, uh and you know. Because of the podcast, so it's all, we're all moving to bigger and better things, and uh, that kind of leads into my update for the week. Uh, on Thursday, I will be closing on my second house, uh, so if if you guys followed back, uh, I definitely started my business uh, in real estate, and this is my first official deal that's about to go down. Uh, it's a fix and flip opportunity in Miami, uh, so I think that You know once it's all said and done you know this is going to be a great opportunity to get my business going uh to branch out to other areas of real estate and i think it's just going in the right direction man
1: yeah and that's incredible because you just closed on this one so now you're already back to closing on another one and Jesus, I mean, time waits for no man when it comes to this guy here, but gotta do the shout outs, gotta be proud because of course this is your business, this is what you wanted to do, you know, you already told me about the ambition to be that dude, flipping the houses, getting that quick check, that quick paper and trying to make yourself a, a you know, what, what's that dude the monopoly, the, the main dude with the top hat, that's what this man yeah,
0: is. I really don't know his name, bro. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna call him Mr. Mr. Bill, Mr. Banks, because I think that's what you're trying to uh to change to. But yeah, it's, it's it's exciting. It's dope. I mean, you know, a lot of times in life you can just kinda coast by. I mean, he's got the good gr- the great job already, so he could just kinda coast by and do that, but he wants to explore and go on his own avenue and make his own money under his own name. And you gotta give props to that. I mean, that's what the whole show's about. Having to educate a hustle on the side, and I think my co-host is pretty much exemplifying that.
0: Yes, sir, man. So I'm excited. I'm going to be a little strapped for cash this next six months. But, uh, you know, you got to sacrifice if you want to make things happen. So definitely super excited to see where this goes.
1: Yes, and we should be super excited for our guest this week, Miss Natasha M. Nurse. She is an incredible person to have on. She has her own website, Dressing Room 8 where she does a lot of consultation, blogs, and, you know, works for a lot of people in fashion doesn't actually design clothes itself but works as like a um always having tips of what's new out what to expect and of course how you can improve your style and she came on today and she like lit a fire in both of us right
0: yeah she definitely did man and um i think that what's really cool about her is she uh she is really proud of herself as far as um being a being a plus size model and she's able to help others kind of feel more comfortable with, you know, their bodies and their weight and accepting them for themselves. Uh, that's kind of her brand and what she basically does to empower others. Uh, so she's, you know, been able to take that and, and run with it and also help other businesses, um, be able to, you know, promote their fashion needs and, uh, improve their marketing through you know designs and uh bright colors and you know making sure that she knows her audience so that you know her clients are able to improve their business so she's definitely a great interview to listen to
1: yeah and she is the daughter-in-law of our last guest miss mcnair so for the first time in educate us in history we got the family connection going back to back but no she really is a delight and you know what The intro has kind of gone long enough. We're not going to hold you guys up. We're going to get right into it without further ado. Well, I should say after these short commercial breaks, we'll go into Miss Natasha M. Nurse. All right.
0: And today's guest is Natasha Nurse. She's the owner and co-founder of Dressing Room 8. Natasha, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thank you for coming on, and I just wanted you to have some time to explain exactly what is Dressing Room Eight.
2: Wonderful. So about two years ago, I had the the idea that I wanted to do something different. I'm a lawyer by trade, and I wasn't necessarily really happy with what I was doing or where I was at in my professional career. And I have been plus size my entire life, and I wanted to get more into empowering that side of myself in the sense of, you know, as a plus-sized woman in corporate America, you know, fashion is very important, right? Because no matter who you are, you're we don't live in a naked world, so you have to get dressed. And I wanted to to kind of dabble with putting out my thoughts and my ideas around fashion, around being plus size, around being a woman. So I started a website at that's dressingroommate.com, And it really grew from there. And so the business started with just me putting myself out there, sharing my thoughts, to me then being able to consult with fashion designers, particularly plus-size fashion designers and clothing companies uh, catering to the plus-size woman. And then I launched coaching, personal and business coaching, uh, last year because all through my professional life, I had found that I was always a coach. (laughs) I was always a cheerleader and a drill sergeant for people I was working with or people that I was servicing in, in whatever capacity I was working in. And then I also do a lot of public speaking. I love to talk, I love to inspire, I love to motivate. So Dressing roommate has three corners of the business. It's the consulting, coaching, and motivational speaking, public speaking.
1: And that right there sounds like money. So I have to ask, I mean, you were in corporate America for so long. Like you said, you were a lawyer and a lot of people, they want to go out and do their own thing, but they're afraid because, you know, the, the whole stigma is if you don't have a job, you're not doing anything, you're not contributing to society. So could mm-hmm. you kind of tell us, you know, what was what was the moment during Dress Room 8 creation where you realized that this is what you're supposed to be doing?
2: Okay, so... I think the moment really happened when I when I just started, right? I think that I agree with you a lot of people are afraid to make transitions in their life because there is a certain stigma of well, what if I do something different? Is it, is it not seen as as valuable? Will, will I be shunned? Will I be judged? And the answer is yes, you will be judged. You will be shunned. But are you living life for you or are you living life for other people, right? So both of my parents come from Kingston, Jamaica. If you know anything about Caribbean culture, you know that being a lawyer, a doctor, a professor, an accountant, <laughs> right? Like those are valuable lives and anything else is kind of, what are you doing? This makes no sense, right? But <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, and, and that was a big part of why I wanted to, to be a lawyer as well. I had three cousins that uh, are very successful, two are doctors, uh, one is a lawyer. And so I was the second lawyer within my, the first generation born here. And, uh, and I, and I loved law school. But I, you know, the idea of practicing was not necessarily something that I think drove me as much as other things that I've loved to do. I've always loved to connect with women. I've always loved empowering women. I've always loved being a creative person. And I had found that whenever I was working for someone else, your creativity is stifled. Your ability to be who you are is changed and morphed and and molded for someone else's guidelines and rules. and Enough is enough for me. I, I kind of had a point where it was just like, you know what? I want to do something different. And I think that a lot of people like myself kind of come to a threshold, and you just say, you know, you know, beep it. Like I'm just, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go and do something else, or, uh, or you know, th- they kind of fall into it, kind of a thing, and maybe they started on the side, and then it, it becomes successful to the point where they say, wow, like I could actually do this all the time. Or, you know, they just, you know, they kind of figure it out along the way. I mean, I think there are lots of different ways that you can come to uh, the realization of what you should be doing, because our journey is not a straight path. It's it's very much corners and, and twists and turns. So, I realized once I started that this was something I loved, I got to interview powerful and influential women. I got to start I began consulting with businesses and having an effect in in how they affect, how they put out their social media, how they interact with their customers, being able to to do uh, motivational speaking and and being asked to be, you know, uh, an expert on a panel. Those were things that I loved, and so the minute I started, I loved it and knew that this was something I needed to continue to do.
0: Okay, and yeah, we definitely both of us have a Caribbean influence, so we definitely know those pressures mm-hmm. of uh, being in those professional professional careers. So glad you were able to uh, grow and uh, branch out from that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know, you know, you have your own consulting business, and when people think about consulting, you know, it's always people who have a bunch of experience and people have done uh, similar work before they go into consulting, but you were able to start this business kind of fresh. So how do you, you know, gain the network and kind of begin that process of, of consulting when you have limited experience?
2: So I think what's key in life is that everyone needs to remember the simple fact, no one is born seasoned not one person. So everyone has to learn something at some point. And I think that people underestimate the skills and the traits that they already have that could propel them in doing a certain task or doing a certain taking on a new role in their life. So social media is not something that was new to me. I was on Facebook when Facebook was just for college kids right I have uh, been <laughs> I have been uh, involved in business development for many years before I you know before I decided to do it for myself so I think that at the end of the day you need to figure out what is your business right what are you going to be in the business of doing and what are the skills and traits that you already have that will contribute to what you want to do in your business and then and then be honest with yourself real talk What are things that you need to ante up on? Because guess what? No one knows everything. No one is equipped to do everything at all times. So you're gonna constantly need to grow. You're going to constantly need to evolve and and expand your skill sets and who you know. But you control that, right? You control how much you read, how much knowledge you take in. You control whether or not you take the time to surround yourself with people who can better you and your business. You take the time, you control whether or not you're going to network and get new clients. But you, you've got to do what? you got to believe that it's possible. You have to take the appropriate action. You're going to fall and we're going to fall forward. And that's OK because that's a part of the process. And you learn from every fall. It's not a failure. It's just kind of a learning experience. And you keep it moving. But most, most importantly, you have to believe that you can do whatever you're going to do, right? Because if you don't believe it, then why should anyone else?
1: I mean, can I borrow five dollars after this interview? Because it sounds like you're going to be giving out all the gems today. So (laughs) (laughs) that's that's definitely a great way of looking at things. And I think there's a lot of truth into it. And it it leads into my question. So as we were talking earlier, when you left corporate America and there's a negative stigmatism on corporate America and how everyone should try to get out of it. You don't want to be in it. But could you actually tell us, like, what lessons did corporate America teach you that you still put to use today?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, I listen. I'm not going to dog out corporate America, right? I think as as a business, uh, my goal is to grow my business as big as possible. Uh, you know, I think what what the issues that I think a lot of people, and specific, specifically, you know, sometimes people of color. Uh, Faces that we're not necessarily finding community, or we're not finding people who share the same values as us in corporate America. So it becomes kind of an isolating experience, and so that's where some of the the challenges are in working in in that in that area. But I think one of the best things that corporate America taught me is the fact that you have to assess right? Corporations have to constantly assess what their bottom line is and and put out these reports to to share with their shareholders or to share with their company as to how they're performing. And I think people underestimate the value of self-reflection and taking the time to think about how do I feel about this? How is my business performing? Am I reaching the goals that I want? Did I even set goals? (laughs) <laughs> for for what I should be expecting financially or, you know, from another perspective of, of your business. So I think the the fact that, uh, that I was being able, be able to be exposed to that was something that I've taken into my own personal and professional life because you have to, you can't get caught up just like sending out emails and making these calls and going to events and never taking the time to sit, reflect and say, well, from this event, how many people did I meet? Where did these transactions go? Is this a good use of my time? What are things that I could be doing to expand my business, my branding, my my personal life? So that that self reflection and kind of self reporting that that was key. I found from corporate corporate America.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. You definitely want to at least take the blueprint, if anything, from mm-hmm. a successful business, uh, even if you're not feeling like you're part of the culture. But you can take the blueprint and make it your own. So mm-hmm. def- definitely some great lessons there. Um, also, you know, back to dressing room eight, you know, you you offer a free 30 minute coaching session um, for, you know, somebody who first signs up. Uh, so c- what can people expect from that 30 minute coaching session? Mm
2: hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. So I think a lot of people when they say when you say coach to them or life coach, they're like, oh, I don't need that. And it's like, that's so funny that you say that, because some of the most successful people in this world have coaches. Uh, If you look at all of our professional athletes, are they gifted in in knowing everything and and being all knowing and how to excel in their sport without what? working with a coach? Of course not. Like you, you have to work with people to build you and your brand and, and your art. And I think that, uh, for me, I like for people to have an understanding of who I am and what I do and, and how we could work together. So that's why I offer that service. And in those 30 minutes, I think there's a couple of main things that a person's going to get out of it. First, talking to someone having a sound uh, like a soundboard with someone because a lot of people struggle with even articulating what do you want right I've, I've spoken to a lot of people and I you know what do you want and they're like you know what I've never even thought about that and that that's wild to me uh, <laughs> but but I'm happy to be that soundboard and that's that that opportunity for someone to at least take 30 minutes in their day think about you know what the hell what do I want out of life and, and am I even, am I getting closer to that? And if not, how can we, how can we make a change today and how can we move forward? Secondly, uh, you know, understanding what is the process of coaching. Every coach is different for me. My coaching tends to be more holistic in nature because if someone says to me, Hey, I want to grow my business. Again, you, you there's going to be, everyone is, has multiple parts of their life, right? You have your business, you have your personal life, you have your spiritual development, you have your health, your fitness, right? You can't do anything in a vacuum. So, um, you know, even if I was primarily working with someone on business development, maybe they also have, you know, self-esteem things that they want to address or procrastination, that dirty word that applies to so many people. <laughs> um, we we gotta we gotta tackle that, right? Because I can't sit here with you and say we're gonna work on growing your business when you can't get an email back to someone within two weeks, right? Like that's not gonna make any sense. So, uh, how can we work on a couple of things? And then also the simple fact of just getting to know me, right? and why I do what I do and and understanding my perspective because uh, if we're gonna have a coaching relationship, then you know I want the person to to get an understanding of me and, and and be comfortable with me and then also what I try to give uh is is tidbits right like getting an understanding of who they are what are the things that they want to work on and have you considered xyz and that's usually kind of the aha moment for people and understanding you know what Natasha I do need a coach because you tell me you do your business this way and you have not even thought about the 12 other ways that you could be doing it so that that's essentially the purpose of that session
1: and see that's like you said, there's so many things that you wouldn't really get from a thirty minutes uh consulting session that you would assume like oh what am I gonna learn but everything you broke down it was it just seems like wow that's stuff that people need definitely people that they can desire or work for and you're helping them do it in a free session so I mean to put in, to put in, the putting the putting the proofs in the pudding right there folks like you should definitely go to Natasha's website and utilize that service and sticking on to the website the Dressroom A 8 website has a lot of bright vivid and clear display and it really highlights the different sections that you can go to very effectively could you kind of tell us what's inspiration for the site, and then what advice did you give those who are struggling to get their own website off the ground?
2: Yeah, great. So for for me, I really wanted to first focus on figuring out what the logo was going to be. And if you look at the dressing roommate sign, it kind of looks like a woman. And so, and we use purple because I think a purple is a as a powerful color. And so I kind of ba- I wanted to base the website off of that theme of what the logo was going to be. But ultimately, the I would say the the reasoning behind the brightness, and I'm glad that you like it, is really going to come down to the fact that I wanted to be clear. I wanted people to understand the who, what, when, where, why of my business and what I'm doing. And that's why I kind of differentiated the different sections. And I've shared testimonials and I share the blog and what I'm thinking about. So it's really, if I would say the advice I would give to someone thinking about building the website is going to be what? First, what is the purpose of your site? Why Why do you need this website, right? When people say get a website, it's not for kicks and giggles. There needs to be a definitive purpose. You're spending money or you're spending time or both. Let's Let's be very clear about this action. Second, the who, what, when, where, why. If someone goes onto your website within two minutes, is it clear to understand who you are? What do you do? when when is this offered? Is it all the time? Is it limited timing? Where do you offer the service? Why do you offer the service? And then also, why does the person visiting your website need you? Why is why 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 are you a must have in their life? And then also, I try to think about uh, when it comes to a website, the customer's perspective, right? So take yourself out of you, put yourself in the customer's perspective. If they were looking at your website, Would you understand what you're doing? Would you understand what you're offering? And if not, how can you make that clear? And then the last piece I would say is for people who have like a really good uh, network of friends and family who tend to be more helpful than not, um, (laughs) I would say, why not turn to them and, and make sure you get their thoughts on it, right? Because these are people that you trust and that you hold dear in your heart. So, if they liked your website, why do they like their why do they like your website? What what are things that they they have questions about? Use them as a, a springing board to make sure that you're really getting your message out to the world clearly and concisely.
0: Definitely. Um, and speaking of your website, you have a really good quote on there. Uh, you said that you had to change your mindset and tap into your source of strength that's in everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you explain kind of what your source of, source of strength is and how did you find that in order to overcome your difficult situation?
2: Wonderful. So I'm uh, really grateful to be able to say that I have many sources of, of strength for my, my life. I would say first and foremost, my dad. I'm a daddy's girl. And uh, my dad always made it clear to me that I was a star and that there were no other options for me to be other than a star. So that (laughs) that standard of excellence was was really comforting, but also hard. It's hard to live up to. You know, my dad was the kind of person where I would get a 98 on a test and he would say, why didn't you get 100 to the day? And even to this day, I could tell him, hey, dad, I got a new I got a new client. He would say, "Okay, when's the next time you're getting another one? Right, like he's always pushing. It's never enough, and it's harsh. It that that method of parenting um, is definitely interesting, and (laughs) it doesn't work with everyone. But for me, he is a big guiding source for making me the woman that I am. And so he pushes me to to know that even if I'm struggling with something, he's going to be the first person to say, "Well, are you going to sit there and feel sorry for yourself, or you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to make it better?" Right, and so that that type of source of energy and power is, uh, immovable. And, and really that has helped, like I said, mold me to be who I am. My husband, of course, like I said, I, uh, you know, I have been fortunate to have found love at a very young age and, and have had that love through the good, the bad and the ugly of what life brings to you. So that that's always an ongoing source of support. And, uh, and push it, he pushes me to, to be the better version of myself in in other ways that I wouldn't necessarily have from, like, my dad. Also, I would say my network. I actually have a very small, close-knit circle of friends in my life, and I really like it that way because uh, every relationship you have takes energy from you, and you have to give energy to it, right? So I, I know the idea of saying, you know, I have a thousand friends. Is really cool, but if you did, you wouldn't have energy to do anything. <laughs> you would literally be spent all day, every day. So I like my circle tight, small, and it and and able to really have people in my life who are going to be real people who are not going to just be like yes persons and just kind of give you the words that you want to hear. Really be honest with you, whether you like it or not, and 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 surround yourself with those type of people who can help push you when you're dealing with bad stuff, as well as when you're celebrating the good stuff. Uh, mentioned my family as well. Uh, being able to be exposed to super successful older cousins of mine and aunts and uncles of mine, I knew that there was no excuse, right? Like auntie was doing this, uncle was doing this, cousin is doing this. I better, you know, get my Jamaican behind up and, uh, work, work like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I would also say the, the next couple of, uh, Points for sources of energy or sources of power would be ancestor, right? I'm I'm a proud black woman. I I always think and think on, you know, kind of what my ancestors had to go through for me to live a life of freedom and and prosperity. And the best way to honor that struggle and sacrifice is to live a life of of fullness, prosperity, abundance, and and make sure that I'm inspiring other people to do the same, right? Because if I'm super successful and I don't make sure that the next 10, 20, 50, 100 other women are doing it, then what's the point of me doing that, right? It's, it's about doing good and making sure that you're making the world a better place. Uh, for, for me, at least, that, that's a big goal. And um, then lastly, I would just say like youth and, and other empowering women that I, that I have in my network that inspire me. When I see someone who has accomplished, you know, writing books, is traveling tours, is a part of, you know, conferences. These are things that I want to do as well. So that inspires me to say, to push on when, you know, when you think you don't, it's 2 AM and you're like, I'm really tired, but like, guess what? If you do this, you know, you're going to make tomorrow a better day. So come on, Natasha, just, just push through and do this.
1: And that is (laughs) incredible. I mean, I felt like you knew it was coming. I mean, you can't, you can't deliver heat like that and not expect to get burnt. So that's (laughs) amazing. That's amazing. Um, the thing about you that's so incredible is, you know, you, you're, you're on the podcast, you, you so eloquently are able to express yourself and you could you could tell the strength in your voice and, and, the, and the power energy you bring. But, you know, you've actually had an experience with bullying. Could you kind of tell us about that experience and how, what it taught you about yourself?
2: Yeah. Uh, so I grew up, I don't know if anyone knows or is listening, uh, to Stuyvesant in Stuyvesant Town in Manhattan. It's the Lower East Side. And uh, it wasn't necessarily very diverse when I was growing up there. And uh, I dealt with being bullied uh, about, you know, from everything when I went to school from my weight, I was always one of the larger kids in class, my height, I've you know, been five, eight, since I think I was like 13 or 14, uh, how I sounded right in our community. I have found challenges with different people accepting or not accepting me based on, on the presentation that I'm offering. And as you can tell, I only do me, I can't be anyone else so, uh, you know, you either, you know, like it or you don't like it. And then I've unfortunately had people who were not so keen on it. And, uh, you know, I, I always, I always looked around and people always found quote unquote something wrong with me. And I would say, you know, that was hard. It was very hard growing up that way. Uh, you know, I think the biggest lesson I learned really was that you have to live your life for you because there will always be a critic. There will always be someone who finds quote unquote fault with you. And people are entitled to their opinion, right? Everyone loves to preach America, freedom of speech. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if, 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 if that's the case, then people will be happily to, you know, happily will tell you your business and tell you all the things that they don't like about you. And it's gonna be what it's gonna be. But you have to decide, I think earlier rather than later, who you're living your life for. And for me, the minute that I decided to, and it took me a while, this minute did not come very quickly, but I would say with the help of some of the people I mentioned as as a source of strength, I was able to say, you know, enough is enough. I'm going to do me and I'm going to focus on me and what I want and what truly liberates me and not focus on what other people think of me. Because guess what? You can't control other people's opinion of you. You never will. <laughs> so you have to what? Focus on what you say, what you do, the life you live, how you look, and and what you want to do in this life. And that's got to be enough. It's got to be more than enough. Because Anything else will drive you crazy. You can't, you can't get in the minds of other people because people can irrationally hate you. I mean, it's irrational for someone to not like you because of how you sound or how you look. It's irrational, and that's unfortunate. But that's the world that we live in. So, do you and enjoy you because there is only you, and you're a walking, talking masterpiece, as I like to tell people. And when I and I and I and you, you have to empower yourself every day. Like really, every day, I write multiple checklists for myself. And at the top of the checklist, I write uh, a sentence for myself to empower myself. Like you are brilliant. You are powerful. You are capable. You're a badass. Like whatever I feel like I want to say to myself and then repeat that in your head throughout the day. So that again, the empowerment isn't like, oh, I feel empowered on Tuesday, uh, but it's Friday. I feel like shit. No, empower yourself every single day of every single week of your life.
0: Agreed. Yeah, positive affirmations are definitely key to to success for sure. And mm-hmm. you know, I definitely wanted to get into what dressing room eight has for not only like a short term goal, but what do you what do you see from your long term goal when when you when it's all said and done, dressing room eight.
2: So for me, I would say for finishing out 2017, I can't even imagine, I can't even, I I didn't realize how close we are to ending this year already, but it has come and gone Uh, when you're having fun. That's what happens, I guess. Uh, (laughs) So I would say the biggest thing is just continuing to grow my network. Uh, from a business perspective, uh, who are people that I continue to, I can continue to empower and, and help in what they're doing in their business or in their life. And then also my own personal network of people, people come into your life for a reason and and, you know, kind of give you things as you give them things. So looking to grow the network on both sides, I would say creating new ways to get my message out there of being empowered and being fearless, I think that those are some of the biggest things that women and people generally need to hold on to if they really want to achieve their dreams. You can't give a crap about other people and, and in the sense of what they think and should I do this or should I not do this. Do it and, and be bold and, and be fearless because you would be surprised to what type of magic you really can make out of that. And then um, you know, just supporting my clients and and what they're already doing and and growing their businesses and growing their personal goals, and that. And then I would say, long term, uh, I would like to see my company have a bigger presence in TV and media. As you can tell, right? No one's ever going to be like Natasha. She doesn't talk much, right? Like, <laughs> she. I'm always ready, Tiffany Haddish. Lab, yeah, she ready. Like always ready to talk and share my perspective. Um, I would also like to be a A part of more conferences, I think that that would be really fun for the business. And then, um, again, just being open, right? Being open to new ventures, being open to what the universe has in store for me and the business.
1: And I think we can say with a resounding yes that we hope that you get those things and keep aspiring to do great, because you're already doing great work. In our eyes, we're already big fans. But you know, it's funny that you mentioned that when you're having fun, time just flies by. Because it's it's done this with this interview. I mean, we're we're basically at that famous educate us with two piece, the last two quarters of the interview, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's ah. Uh, the journey here has been incredible, and uh, we, we really do appreciate you coming on to the show. But let's hit you with these famous last questions. Um, The first one, as you know, as a fan, of the show is always easy. How can the people connect with you?
2: Awesome. Yeah, so you can find me at the eight, dot 8com That's the best way to find me. And then also email me, Natasha at room, the eight, dot 8com You know, those are the best ways. And on the website, you'll see... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you find all my social media handles there. So everyone go to the website, email me. I can't wait to hear from you and and chat with you and learn their story.
1: Nice. Nice. We love options. We love how they're easy. We love how they're able to get people right to you. So the last question, no pressure, just the last question, just the last thing that our audience is going to hear from you for this interview, you know, no big deal. But what is some parting wisdom that you can leave with us today?
2: Mm. Okay. I would say be fearless. Like I mentioned earlier, I think that if people let go of all the, what ifs this happened, and I don't know if I can really do this, you would be really surprised at the, the, the abundance of greatness and glory that could come into your life. I would say, be very mindful about how you spend your time. Time is the most valuable thing in this world. You can, it's more valuable than money than anything else. Why? Because you can't, get it when it's gone. You can get more money. You can get more friends. You can get more things, but you can never get time. Once it's gone, that's it. So be very mindful about how you're using your time. Be super organized. If you don't know what that is, I I beg you, if you're listening to, to say, guess what? I'm going to sit and Google how to get organized. I'm going to sit and Google how do I organize my calendar? How do I organize my priority list? If you have a question be resourceful and figure it out. But organization is going to be key no matter what you're doing. Because if you're not organized, you're going to get caught up doing things that aren't as highly prioritized to make the process much longer and tedious than it needs to be. So those those would be my, my, my last uh, kind of statements of um, wisdom. And then I guess maybe the last last thing would be believe in yourself. Because if you do not believe in yourself, That confidence is very lack of confidence is very apparent to everyone you're speaking to. So come correct and come ready to be a massive source of change, and people will respond to that. It really it happens every single day. So just come with the belief that you can do whatever you want to do, and 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 just do it.
1: I mean, I think that says it right there. I mean, that's been phenomenal, Natasha. You've been a revolution. Great. We appreciate you having you on today. I really think that not only me and Paul learned something, but our audience and learned something as well. I mean, it's been amazing.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: And there you have it, folks. That was Natasha Nurse giving us that fashion sense and business consultant that we all need and love. Emilio, what do you think, man?
1: It's amazing. You know, Natasha reached out to us. She was the person that brought last week's guest, Marshawn, to the show, and she's actually that's actually her mother-in-law so weird connection you would never have known it but I mean you can sense it because they're both powerful they both speak with so much thoughtfulness and they definitely both have the confidence to where you're like wow I, I need to follow them but yeah she came on here and she did an amazing job I think she really broke down a lot of the generational things that we felt where it's like you have to you want to go against the grain over what's accepted but sometimes it's going to be require a lot of work and dedication just to get people to see your vision and then of course she eloquently tells us how she got her website up from the ground up and she really dropped a lot of tips a lot of things to make you think and of course a lot of motivation to make you want to go out there pick the torch up and start something of your own
0: most definitely and um you know i'm glad she came on to kind of spread that knowledge especially for somebody who's you know sitting in a corporate job that kind of wants to step out but doesn't have the you know the the umph to do it yet Hopefully Natasha can spark some some motivation to you so that you can kind of go out there do your thing and and then when you when you do do your thing, you come on this podcast and we gonna keep it rolling.
1: Exactly, man. I'll tell you what. you don't need umph to find out how you, yes, you. Can reach us. Educated hustle through a variety of different means of social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word. Educate hustle. There you post snaps, a little behind the scene inspirational things to get you throughout the week, and of course get you motivated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Hustle Podcast. There you post photos, a little inspirational quotes, just to let you know about what episode dropped this week and what you can expect or how you can gain more in life. And then, of course, if you want, you can like us on Facebook. It's really easy. All you gotta do is go to Facebook and then type in Edge Get Little two words. You know you've reached the right page because you'll see that logo that you guys all know and love. And now I gotta take a break from that plugging to get into some more plugging. If you haven't already, please rate and review the show. We see reviews going up slowly but surely, but we need more. We need more. It's such an easy thing to do. All you gotta do is go to the podcast app, whether it's on your phone or if you're on a computer, you have iTunes, go there, type educator hustle, two words, you'll see the show logo, click it, and then in the middle of the screen is gonna be a review column. You hit that review column, you give the review a title, you give it a rating, we suggest five stars, five stars, five stars, and then you have to write a review. Summary. It's pretty easy. Give me something short and sweet as it's lit to something long, deep, and thoughtful as it's still lit. Either way, please, 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 if you haven't already, write a review because when you write a review for us, the show awareness goes up, which means we get better guests, which means we get better shows, and which for you means a better time. So if you haven't already, please rate and review us on iTunes. And now I'll take a break from that plugging to go back into my initial plugging. If you have not already, please, please, please follow us on Twitter at Educator underscore Hustle. Once again, it's Educator underscore Hustle. That's probably one of the best ways to reach me and Paul because it goes right to our phones and you are guaranteed to get that daily interaction that a lot of you guys need and some even crave. And last but not least, if you really want to reach out, let us know how we did. Let us know how the show feel. Want to be on the show? Want to collab or bring up any partnership ideas? Do not hesitate to email us at educate hustle podcast at gmail.com once again that is educate hustle podcast at gmail.com
0: yes sir and you got to make sure you lead us out bro lead us out
1: people 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 if you are on the cusp of something great keep pushing keep striving keep motivating there's going to be obstacles there's going to be hurdles but you're not given anything that you cannot overcome do not let your current outlook and position in life be your ending if you don't want it to be that way go out go take what's yours research find out how to get opportunities and even learn that once those opportunities come how to excel and take them and get what's rightfully yours and what you deserve we here at educational encourage you to strive for the highest peak that you believe you should be able to reach and as always you gotta
0: stay educated and keep hustling